Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by 2020 and everything that it contains. I'm Biz Paul here in the UK and I'm joined by Felicia Jones, who I believe is somewhere in the desert with some cacti. Yes, Paul, I am burning up here in the desert in Arizona. So it's 90 degrees, which is 32 degrees Celsius, right? Did I get that right? Thank you for the translation. It's always, (laughs) always helpful. (laughs) Um, You are such a travel influencer. Um, How are your travels going? The travels are going very well. Um, I'm kind of glad we we actually bought this RV a few years ago and we're actually using it. So um, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, It's not cold because it is pretty cold in Colorado and I'm not really enjoying being hot, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey, of all the things that could happen right now, I think just being a little bit hot, I would take that. I I can see that. What's going on over there? Well, there's <laughs> there's <laughs> lots going on over here. Let's maybe we start off with a little bit of a where are we update um, with the old coronavirus thing. Uh, we are after well, I think it was last week or maybe the week before. I can't remember anymore. But after me explaining you about the tears, okay. You need to put that out of your mind because tears are so last week. Okay. I've been telling everybody to listen to the show so they can understand what is going on. So, so we've just moved on from this. We've moved on from tears. Tears tears are like autumn 2020. Now we're going in towards winter. We need a new system. It's called lockdown. It's called lockdown. Yeah, we, we are. Well, I say we, when I say we, I'm talking about England. So England only is going into, a well, a lockdown from the 9th of November. No, not from the 9th of November, from the 5th of November. Okay. To the 2nd of December. Wow. That is a very long time. And, you you know, I messaged you over, over the weekend trying to understand how certain places weren't locking down and how others were. And um, because basically I was asking you whether or not Scotland was a country because they are not, they are not going on lockdown with England. Correct. Correct. So let's have a little, I'm not going to get too deep into this because this is confusing in itself, but the United Kingdom is made up of England, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland. Yes. Now, don't everybody at me at that simple explanation. I don't want anyone from Cornwall saying that I've missed them out or, you know, whatever. I mean, but uh, if they do at you, they, that means they're listening. So that's good. That is that is true. That is true. I just don't want giving anyone giving a one-star review on Apple Podcasts saying, well, actually didn't mention Cornwall. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, I'm holding out for Mercia, Mercy and Independence. I think that's that's something that we could look to to achieve. Anyway, um, so Scotland has its own rules, has its own government uh, for certain matters. Wales the same, Northern Ireland the same, and so they're not all on the same page with this coronavirus issue. Okay. Um, and so there are different situations. So in England, we're going into a, a, a lockdown from Thursday, uh, the fifth. Uh, then. Uh, Northern Ireland is sort of on a four-week one already. Wales has been on, uh, is halfway through a two-week one. They're coming out of it next week just as we're sort of going into it. And Scotland are saying they're keeping with regional things. But Scotland 
government are saying, don't travel to England, basically, <laughs> because we have the plague. Um, so, okay. yeah, that's that. Okay, so you're on lockdown. Now, I've I've been watching our travel advisories here. Basically, no one can come into England. But can you go to Scotland or Wales or can, can those people come to England? Well, there's no, as far as I know, there's no rule or law that says that you can't travel through. There's no infrastructure. There's no border. There's a little sign that says, welcome to Scotland <laughs> um, or uh, or whatever. So there's, I can't see how they can stop it. But I think the suggestion is that if they say to people, look, it's probably not a very good idea. Okay. Um, then, then that's what they're, they're hoping. But um yeah, I mean, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think basically Christmas is is gone. They're sort of suggesting that they're doing this to try and save Christmas, but most of us would hazard a guess that uh, Christmas is now not happening. Well, it, I know that is a big issue here because we, of course, tomorrow is election day here, and Thanksgiving is a couple of, in a couple of weeks. So there's been a lot of messages of you don't need to go see your parents. The family gatherings are the big spreader. So a lot of people are very concerned. Well, I mean, it, those those big events, I mean, that's what they're saying here. The data shows that households mixing is what is spreading it. It's not schools. It's not universities. It's not, um, you know, like like big, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. Although some would argue that all of those things serve the narrative of the government, but uh, they're, they're saying it's it's households mixing. And I would say having observed, you know, being the sort of curtain twitcher in the village and seeing what's going on, <laughs> um, the, 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 you know, people are mixing. And um, so, so we are, we are where we are with it. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, not feeling too bad uh, about it. I think we just have to get on with it. But I think I think it's a shame that Christmas is is probably not going to be the thing that it that it was. Um, but you know what? Like, not everyone celebrates Christmas. There's plenty of people that celebrate other things that have already been exactly. prevented from doing. So Eid was really that was really bad. What happened with Eid because they they kind of announced you can't celebrate it within about two you know two days before. So, you know, it's not all about Christmas. It's just another day. <laughs> that sounds so sad, Paul. Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not the biggest Christmas lover, I'll be honest, anyway. I, I mean, after saying last week I don't like Halloween, now I don't like Christmas. Is there much that I do like? Yes, my birthday. But apart <laughs> from that, no, not very much. When's your birthday? Um, it's the 1st of December. <laughs> so... If we're out of it, I can just celebrate it at the weekend. And if we're not out of it, I can just forget it. You ju just celebrate the entire month. Now, I have to tell you, on my birthday, that is the day the entire United States shut down. And that was pretty sad. Oh. That was in March. Yeah. That, yeah. It, 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 I mean, it's what's quite interesting is uh, having three kids. And obviously, kids love birthdays. Of course. And my youngest, whose birthday was in April, she was sad because she couldn't have a party. Oh. And my eldest's birthday is in June, and he wasn't that bothered. 
<laughs> and uh, my my middle child uh, is not yet had his birthday and will probably lose his. Oh, okay. So that's that kind of thing is sad. I'm genuinely I'm not that bothered by by mine. It's not a it's not a big birthday. Big birthdays I'd be annoyed. My dad is seventy on the third of December. Oh wow. And you know, he would love to celebrate. He's got plans, but uh-huh. I keep saying to him, I don't think that's gonna happen, Dad. Well, my dad's birthday was yesterday and tried to call him, but he was out and about doing things. Well, there you go. Exactly. You, there you go. You're a lot freer in America. I've got to, I've got to talk to you about, um, I've got loads to talk about actually today, but I want to talk to you about um, what's trending because I think it's quite funny what's trending here. And I okay. wonder whether it's the same thing where you are because I, d- I doubt it because what's trending here is about you um, and, about, and not about me. And, and, you know, so our top trending topic is, is, is Dear America. Oh, is it a is it a dear John letter or like a love letter? I think it's a you know, uh, <laughs> it's basically a plea. Oh, it's a plea. Okay, what's the plea? It's a it's a plea. Well, I'll read I'll read you a, a few. Um, they they basically all have the same the same sentiment. Uh, dear America, please make the right choice. Uh, love Canada in this case. Um. Dear America, hang on, hang on. What do we need to do? Um, oh, you see, now I had some good ones, but then I accidentally scrolled up. So that was that's always a mistake. <laughs> never scroll, never scroll. Oh, dear, dear America, we haven't always gotten along, but we want to like you. We really do. <laughs> you're like the annoying kid who's on a sugar high at the wedding reception. Oh, but you're but you're our annoying kid. However, <laughs> now is the time to grow up and get rid of the family monster once and for all. Oh, it's it's going to be interesting tomorrow. And I think we are planning on doing a watch party just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all we can do. So hopefully um, we won't get, you know, Dear America, we told you so letters on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, dear. I'd, it's, do you know what? This, I, I remember this from last time because I remember where I was last time because actually I was at a conference and I went to the social the night before the conference or the day, you know, the night before the conference, which was just in, in the day. Uh-huh. And I, everyone's talking about it and everyone was, was questioning what was going to happen. And there was lots of this dear America then. Didn't do any good. No, it didn't do any good. So, you know what? We'll just, the cool thing about America is that we will just keep going no matter what the results are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got for you. You think? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. I, I'm trying to be optimistic here. Well, I guess, in a way, your situation over there and our situation over here, although they are different uh, situations, there are some similarities. And I want to talk today about the phenomenon of panic buying. Ooh, panic buying. Love it. Because we are seeing a resurgence, not only in the virus, but also in the panic buying of um, certain individuals, despite there being lots of publicity from supermarkets saying, we have everything. (laughs) We really do. We really didn't want this to happen again. So we've got actually quite a lot of stuff this time. Have a guess. What is the first thing? Toilet paper. 
toilet paper. I never, I didn't understand that the first time because it started like a month before. And I was like, why is everybody getting toilet paper? Like, can't you just, I, I didn't understand. But th for whatever reason, toilet paper, and I think number two is water. That's the next thing that people will buy. Oh, we have that, you see. Oh, water is not a problem. Water is not a problem. We have, you just have to put your head outside and you'll, <laughs> you'll catch plenty of water. Well, yeah, we, well, don't, we, we don't have that problem here. <laughs> no, water is not a problem here. So people aren't buying water, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm just amazed because, look, at the beginning in March, it was all new. No one really knew what the virus was and you might hear things about it and you saw people buying toilet paper. And I can understand people going, do you know what? It gives you the craps. You know, it absolutely will. <laughs> Uh, you need you need toilet paper, right? Uh -huh. And people going, well, I don't know. And everyone else is saying it, so I'm going to go and buy it. Now we're in November. We know that, you know, okay, so diarrhea and tummy upset is potentially one of the, the many, many symptoms, but it's not really one of the key symptoms. So toilet paper isn't going to help you. And yet people are still buying it. Like what is wrong with these people? Well, my question is, now, when when everything started back here in March, I I did sort of do a little bit of prepping because hubby and I, we basically just buy our groceries on a daily basis and we don't keep a fridge or pantry full of food. So I started buying extra groceries like just in case we can't really leave the house for another month and a half. So we were good, but I couldn't find toilet paper. But luckily, I'm one of those weird people that will go and buy the hundred things of toilet paper like the year before. So oh, I was right. actually pretty good until midsummer. Then I finally found some. And my thing is, if you knew what the toilet paper situation was in March, when when you got a chance to get some, why didn't you buy the hundred, the hundred roll pack? That's what I'm trying to understand. Because I learned my lesson. I bought two of those, and they're not a hundred rolls. It's just twenty four rolls. <laughs> okay, so let's just deconstruct. Um, this a little bit and and delve into what is Felicia Jones grocery store habits <laughs> for a second. So um, so when when this first kicked off and you thought, okay, well look, I'm going to have to get something in case we're not allowed to leave. What would you class as your essentials, your go to purchases to make sure you've got enough food or whatever it is that you need for say a month? Oh gosh, when this first started happening, um, because we buy so much of our stuff fresh, like fresh veggies and things, so you can't just stock up on those. So what I started doing was getting more frozen meals, like frozen pizzas, French fries, anything that I could cook in the freezer, you know, not cook in the freezer, but anything that could go in the oven, that, you know, frozen vegetables, all of that kind of stuff and water wasn't an issue so we were good on that one i just wanted to make sure we had enough of those little things in the house like the spaghetti sauce soup um i think we did load up we didn't load up on like flour and things but we already had like big things of flour because we can make our own stuff but that was that was some of the big things that i i bought and definitely like meat like the ground beef anything that i could freeze and this, I honestly, honestly can say in the first time in my marriage, we ever had a full freezer and a full refrigerator it, and a full pantry. It has never happened before because that's how my mom used to shop, you know, go to the grocery store one time in a month and buy everything. I was having flashbacks of growing up. 
Okay, so so here, so some people have been saying this weekend, you know, don't don't shame people who are panic buying or, or who are buying lots this weekend because it was the end of the month. People have got their paycheck. Yeah. And so plenty of people might just be doing their monthly shop, which I think is fair enough. But those sorts of people would not normally buy 2000 toilet rolls or, or, or whatever. So it, obviously it is difficult to, to see that because you don't know someone's circumstances. And so it's you true. shouldn't, you shouldn't judge. But when there's right. like fights going on or there's like queues around the block at Costco, because let's face it, at Costco, you can only buy a thousand toilet rolls. You can't buy a pack of nine. It's a thousand or it's or it's none. Well, I do remember when when all of this first kicked off and even in some of the stores now you can only buy you can only uh, have a, they have limits on the amount of toilet paper you can buy the limits on milk. And I'm just assuming after, you know, after our first wave of lockdowns, people have learned some lessons, you know, that people always go to the bathroom with all this food that everybody's <laughs> buying. You need all this toilet paper. And, um, and and what was so interesting by the, oh gosh, I think by May, the second round of things that you couldn't find. And I'm not sure, only women or people who wear acrylic nails will understand, but finding acetone to get nail polish off or to remove nail, um, fake nails, that was a huge deal in hair color. People, because a lot of people were dyeing their own hair. I mean, you couldn't even go to a store and find any of this stuff. So I think the first wave, people bought like what they consider essentials. And then of course the second wave is all this other stuff that makes me look pretty, you know, since I got to do it myself. But it, it is fascinating when you do meet people who have literally prepped for years. Like my mom, we have these deep, she has a deep freezer in the basement. And I think there's enough food in there to feed the entire block for about five years. <laughs> and she wasn't doing that on purpose. That's just her normal, everything is frozen self. <laughs> so, I mean, I, so the thing is, so what I've learned in this, in this period, so I, I live reasonably minimally, I would I would say. I don't have a huge amount of of stuff. I get a certain amount of satisfaction when I finish the uh like the wash the tub of washing powder uh-huh. and crack open a new one, right? Like there's I don't know what that is. There's probably a name for that, but I get a certain amount of satisfaction when I finish it and open a new one. So uh, so I would like go. Oh, I'm coming to the end. I'll, I'll like buy a new one now. In this new world that we live in, I have learned that maybe that's not the great greatest strategy because if you come to do your your shopping and you say right, in fact, this happened to me last week because check out how middle class I am. I wanted to make um, a salad with goat's cheese, soft goat's cheese. That's important. Soft goat's cheese, figs. And some some salad leaves, right? Oh, what kind of middle class are are you? I don't know. Is that not a middle class thing to be? <laughs> Soft goat cheese and figs. Well, I yeah, mean, it, it, it's you know, is your version of middle class? We won't judge. We we never used to get figs in this country. So and certainly not goat's cheese. You'd have some dairy and some cucumber. Now you won't know what either of those. Oh, well, you might know what a cucumber is. I know what a cucumber is. You probably don't know what Dairy Lee is, but you can go and look look that up. Um, I'm, I'm but... scared to look up things you tell me to look up after <laughs> talking. Um, 
Yes. Anyway, so so I, I ordered that, and when they delivered it, they could only provide hard goat's cheese, which was not what I requested. Uh, but this is this is potentially the problem, you see. And if you were planning on doing like a pizza and you didn't have any um, passata to make your pizza sauce with, then obviously that th- for me that throws out my whole thing. Anyway, so what I've learned is it is helpful to get you just get some things in and keep them there and have like a little stock system where where you go right okay i've only got one left so if i use i need to order and you know another one so i've i've been doing that which is really ironic because i used (laughs) i used to hate my ex-wife for doing exactly the same thing Uh oh Um, yeah when we were i was like what's the point in doing that now i realize and uh, she doesn't listen to the podcast so uh, well i'm pretty sure she doesn't she might do maybe someone will tell her um but yeah, she was, that was, that was good planning really on her part. Yeah. Uh, so I've learned, I've learned that. But, um, so yeah, so now when I order, I you might should, order. You should tell her thank three. you. Just saying. Uh, yeah, well, maybe I will. <laughs> maybe I will actually. I think, do you know what? It's a good thing to be able to admit your failures and be humble about those things. And sometimes, I mean, I'll time it right. I'll time it right for when I need something. <laughs> But I can, I think I can issue that little conciliatory uh, thing. Anyway, back to, to, I wish I knew who she was. (laughs) Back to, back to panic buying, bought buying. I have learned that it does pay. So one of the things I've done is people don't like this at all, but I have gone from uh, fresh milk to UHT milk. UHT milk. What is that? That is ultra heat treated milk. So uh, it's not pasteurized. Well, it, uh, I don't think it's pasteurized like normal milk. It's just heat treated so that it lasts like for like six, seven months. Is it in a can? It's in a carton. Uh, okay, because we, I, I've, Dustin always kind of made fun of me because I every now and then I would buy like a couple of cans of canned milk. And I was like, just in case we can't get fresh milk. So now that... Um, now that every now and then we don't get fresh milk, I have tons of canned milk. And so he loves it now. But I wonder if it's the same thing because I haven't seen carton milk, but we definitely, um, or I guess shelf stable milk, but Fine. we definitely buy canned milk here. Well, um, UHT milk or, or carton milk is more common in mainland Europe, actually. Hmm. Okay. Um, fresh milk is much rarer or much more common um here in the uk and ireland but but it's i don't want to be going to the shop for an app i run out of milk oh, yeah and I, hate, I hate the idea of trying to kind of time it right and stuff like that so that that's been helpful i've got like tons of milk in i've got tons of um squash cordial that kind of thing um tins of tomatoes all this i've, I've got stuff in and then i've bought things and made things in bulk and I've kind of put them in the in the freezer but I've not been that type of person before so I've kind of learned that which means I've probably at a push got two weeks worth of shopping in well that's that's good I mean that's the goal is to at least get two two weeks worth of food because you got to take care of yourself and the kids and you don't want to go to the grocery store every all the time now we used to go a lot or we would have the groceries delivered but um now especially since we're on the road we try to buy everything at one time it does make your grocery bill go up higher but 
you know, the goal is I don't want to come back into the store ever again. So let's just buy everything. But you got some good basics. I mean, I would have canned tomatoes, canned milk. Worst case, you know, got to have the emergency chocolate chips in case you want to do chocolate chip cookies. So I, I, I think you're good. But I mean, what else are you prepping? Did you prep? For, did you get the toilet paper this time? Uh, no, no, no. I've got an ample supply of toilet paper, not because I panic bought, but one week, a few weeks ago, there was like a special offer on toilet paper. Yeah, this is how I operate. If something is on sale, I will, I will buy more of it. So Pringles, I've got tons of Pringles. You have Pringles over there, don't you? Yeah, I, I guess yeah. it's not the first thing I would buy, but okay. No, know. but but normally, but normally, let me tell you, Pringles are two pounds fifty a tube here, <laughs> and they were on offer at one pound twenty five, and that is a saving I'm prepared to invest in. Oh, I haven't had snacks like that in the house in a long time. But you have kids, and kids like snacks. Oh, do you, do you know what? Though I rush, I ration them. So, like, if we're watching a movie, I get I get a bowl for each of them. And then at various points in the film, oh my God, this is terrible. At various points in the film, I take six chips and oh. like put them in the bowl, like six for each of them and then say, there you go. Maybe you just like be prepping so that you can kind of, you know, ration things out to the kids. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's a control thing. Maybe that's 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 what I've become, like a, a control thing. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it's a bit, it, I think it's interesting because like all those all those people, all those preppers, like people who are prepping for like the end of the world or the second coming uh -huh. or th things like this. I mean, they developed the right skills as it turned out. Well, they did. I mean, I mean, we have people here who have their underground bunkers. They have at least a year's worth of food. They've been catching rainwater. They know how to, you know, take care of themselves in case the world does end. And the other thing that people have been prepping here and leading up to the election, people have been prepping by buying guns. And that has mm. been an interesting turn of events. Now, granted, ever since um, Obama left administration, the gun sales have gone up, but a lot of people have started buying guns and generators because of power outages that may come. I have no idea. I mean, I guess, I guess I see the logic in preparing for that. If you believe that that something so tragic is going to mean that your life is in danger, I mean, I, I think I think you have a guns issue in general. If I may say so, but, you know, yes. allow me to comment on your society. But uh, I, I don't know. It's not like the first thing I would I would pick, but I mean, I suppose if a prepper has got two years worth of food, I mean, what you else do they buy? You have to protect it. And I used to listen to this financial advisor some years ago, and he, you know, and people always asking him about the end of the world. What should I do with my money? He said, "Look, if the end of the world is actually coming, the only two things you need are guns and whiskey, and the whiskey is for currency." Um, and, and if you do have a generator, you need a gun to protect it. I was like, wow. Yeah. So I guess there is some truth to, you know, if you, if you do have years worth of food, people will probably try to take it from you. Um, if you base this on all of the zombie movies and the 
end of the world apocalypse movie. So I guess it makes sense. I myself am not a I'm not a big gun person, but I, I guess if that's what you need to do to feel safe, I guess go ahead and do it. I remember watching a film at school about um what would happen if there was a nuclear war. I don't know if you had this kind of education because you're <laughs> relatively safe in the US, but we're on the front line um over in Europe between, you know, the Soviet Union and stuff. But we would we would watch like public children's information films about what to do in the case of a nuclear war. Um, but there was this like one film that we had to watch where the story was that there'd been a nuclear war and uh, not everyone had survived. And there was this scenario where uh, I think it was a girl was like living on her own because all her family had perished mm-hmm. and she had some food, but not a lot. And this man uh, came from nowhere uh, and he was quite sick uh, with the radiation um, but she had a gun and she was like defending everything that, that she had. Um, and in the end, I think, I don't know, I guess they learned to trust each other or something like that. Um, I mean, I don't know where it went from there. Maybe in the sequel, they like restarted, you know, um, the population. I don't know. But uh, that's the education out of the UK. <laughs> I mean, I think, I- I'd love to know what the film was called. I can't. I can't remember. But but we did used to get a fair amount of information about about stuff like that, just because in the eighties that was a real concern. Um, but and of course it makes sense that yeah, absolutely. If you if you're the one with the food, but this is this is why it almost doesn't prepare uh, doesn't pay to be a prepper um, in those situations because you've done all the hard work, you've spent all your money, you've you've dug your pit and sealed it hermetically so that nothing can no one can get in uh but then you've got to then defend it against people who've not not been clever enough and that's and actually that's kind of sums up 2020 i think if i think about it (laughs) that does and i've always been the type of person you know when we watch these apocalyptic apocalyptic movies and i've always said i don't think i want to be here when the world ends because that just sounds too stressful and then I will be here with people who didn't plan because I would be one of those people who didn't plan. So I'm fine with the aliens taking me out on the, the first wave. I'm good with that. I mean, you don't really want to survive and have a terrible existence, do you? you kind of, Yeah, like I say, you kind of want to just go. Yeah, let's go out on a high note. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, not that we are encouraging people to think this way, but... Um... No, I mean, there's no, there's no going out on a high note with coronavirus, is there? It's 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 a slow and lingering death. So <laughs> you're not going out in a big explosion and a big mushroom cloud, no. or, like that, or being sucked sucked up to your spaceship in a beam of light. No, uh-uh. no, you just can't breathe. You know, if coronavirus was being sucked up to a spaceship, I think it would, um, I think it would hit a little bit better for people. But that is not the reality of it. And so now, oh gosh, it, it, it is amazing to me that we're getting close to the end of the year. So we have more lockdowns, especially over in Europe, because Europe is hurting right now. Mm-hmm. We have an election and everybody seems to be holding their breath to see what the United States is doing. All kinds of madness. People are buying up all the toilet paper and all of the guns and liquor sales are definitely up. 
And I guess, I don't know, how do you, how do you even look at the rest of this year? Because it's so crazy that I think if you were to go in the past and tell this story to people, they would think you would be lying. Everything. Oh my God. A hundred percent. I mean, you could, you just, you wouldn't have thought about all the different elements to this at all. And yet here we are. Here we are. And the thing is, it's not over yet. So we will have more show to give, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll just see what 2021 brings us. But it, it is, it is just fascinating everything that's going on. And you know, I, 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 I I think the only thing we can definitely tell everybody who's listening is just take a deep breath and, you know, do the best you can right now. Just keep doing the best you can. That is a great piece of advice. I would also just like to add before we end the show, yes, take a deep breath, but also consider whether or not you need some more toilet paper. (laughs) And if you don't, if you don't need all of that toilet paper, because you could just use your hand, if you do, don't need all yeah. of that toilet paper, maybe leave it for a senior citizen or somebody less fortunate than you. Oh, that's so sweet. Don't well, I'm, all about, I'm all about that. Don't use your hand, though. Don't do that. You, okay, different subject, different, different show, maybe. Let's not go there. Well, fingers crossed. Look, I just want to say before we end, um, good luck for what is tomorrow as we're recording this. Um, I don't, I just, I just don't know, but I'm sure we will talk about it. But, uh, but I hope that it works out in some way that leaves everybody safe. You know what? That that's a good way to look at it. Everybody should be safe after tomorrow, hopefully fingers crossed all right until until we meet again (laughs) until we meet again this was fun paul it always is part of the like mind media network